welcome to the Retire Notes podcast series about preparing for retirement. I'm Kim Peets and I'm talking to Bruce Manners, the author of Retirement Ready and founder of the RetireNotes.com website. I'm looking forward to this one because I often hear the story that, hey, when you're on your deathbed, you're not going to think about you wished you'd worked more. That's is this, true. Is this what we're going to be talking about today? <laughs> I thought we'd talk about handling regret because mm. one of the things that happens when you retire is you get the time to reflect and think back and yeah, I'm sure this never happens to you, but you know, sometimes <laughs> in the middle of the night you suddenly get into a cold sweat where you thought, oh, did I really do that? Did yeah. I say that? Actually, I think as I'm getting older, I am becoming more reflective, possibly because there's more to reflect on. I'm older, yes. so yes. there's more to reflect on. But I think actually you just become a little bit more reflective as you get older anyway, because I think you are thinking about life and how fast it's gone. Maybe I'm in the middle of midlife crisis, not mm-hmm. sure whether that's connected or no, I don't know. Well, I've been <laughs> Meaning to talk to you about that? No, <laughs> but but uh, you know when you get older, as I am in my sixties, mm. that sounds old, doesn't it? It does sound old, but I, it doesn't sound as old now. I'm feel like as I'm it not used that far to. away. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but but you do think back on life, and you think back on the the good things, and you know that's mm. great. But you also think back, you know. I wish I'd said something. I wish I did something different in that situation, mm. and. Uh, that, that can lead to regret. It can lead to all sorts of things. Hopefully, you're able to uh, handle it in such a way that it becomes a positive thing or, you know, you learn something from it. But uh, what, what I want to refer to is Bronnie Ware actually wrote a book. Now, let me explain. Bronnie Ware actually cared for people who were dying. Okay. So she did this for a living. There's she did this of... for a living. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. And um, she had been employed to go care for certain individuals. And um, she actually set up a blog site just saying, this is what I've learned. And that became very popular, but then became a book. So Mm. her book is an interesting read, but she discovered there were five major regrets people had with life. Okay. What's the name of the book? The name of the book is The Top Five Regrets of the Dying. Oh, okay. So right up the front. It's right up the front. front. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, And I think that's the name of her blog site as well. Okay. Well, actually, it sounds like an interesting read. I might pop onto that this afternoon. (laughs) Okay. Go for it. Go for it. But uh, there were five of them, she said. The first one was this I wish I had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. And she said that was actually the top regret people had wow. as they were dying. And, and, and she uses an illustration of a woman who had always done what her husband wanted her to do. Mm. Then the children came along, she did what they wanted to do. And um, the illustration she uses is that the, her husband was actually put into a nursing home and she thought, ah, at last, but then she got sick and it was <gasps> terminal. So, oh, so she never got a chance. So she basically was waiting. So she knew that that's what she was thinking. Yes. And then yes. she was waiting for him just to pass on so then she could be free to do. That's a sadder story. It is a really sad story. It's so sad. Actually, you read the book, there's lots of sad stories there. Yeah. Okay. But they're, they're lessons. They're yeah. lessons. So, you know, the, the thing for people to do now is say, hey, I don't want to learn from my own lesson. I want to learn from this <laughs> lesson. Yeah, yes. I want to read this book. And yeah, yeah. And, and, and if this is where you're at, hey, your life is important. Mm. Um, second one, she said, I wish it hadn't worked so hard. Now that, you know, yeah. people do that. Yeah. They tend to get so involved in their work. And this tends to be more a bloke thing. Okay. Because they kind of get into this. But uh, yeah, and, and there are several stories she tells of 
people who just, their life was their work. Mm. And, you know, they thought, oh, when I retire, I will. I reckon there's a whole podcast just on that, on men's expectation of, of who they are and how it's tied up with work. I reckon that's just something that we could just talk about for we could do that. a whole series. <laughs> and, and then we could point out the faults of women, couldn't oh, we? Oh, no, no. It's not a, <laughs> sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean it like a fault. I just meant it like a, that's just an interesting study, how, yeah. you know, who are we versus what we do. I don't yes. know. Anyway, yes, yes. I'm anyway, digressing. Anyway, but, but, <laughs> but you're right. Men and women tend to approach retirement differently. Yeah. It's just yeah. because of who And they I'm are. sure the regrets, uh, if you say that's more of a men one, well, yeah. I'd be interested in knowing what, what the women reflect. Well, Maybe so number one might be. N- number one, one was women. certainly, it, would, it sounds yeah. like more of something women would do. Definitely, yes, yes. yeah. The third one was, I wish I had the courage to express my feelings more. Ooh. And, and you know, this is... This is really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and actually, she gives the illustration of a Holocaust survivor, you know, in Germany. And uh, he'd come across and that experience meant he didn't express his feelings at all. But he just kept it within. Suppressed. And suddenly he's on his deathbed and he says, my, I, I really didn't experience what my family was feeling. I didn't tell them what I was feeling. And it was just a huge regret for him. Yeah. You know? So again, lesson learned. Let's talk about what we're feeling, about mm. how we feel about things, mm. what, what's happening in our lives. That, that kind of stuff is pretty important. Number four was, I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends, mm. you know, and yep. Yep. that's important that we do because when you build a friendship, it's, it's terrible just to see it fall apart. Mm. And mm. Uh, this particular woman, she had problems with alcohol and she, she just withdrew and uh, it's it's a it's a really sad story. I'm feeling utterly depressed by this podcast. Oh, it's really it's, it's, sad. It, it gets better. It gets better. <laughs> let, let, let me go to the number five, the last one. No, it's okay. It, we don't have to be happy all the time. It's okay. But <laughs> yes. oh, I, it's it, this is a good podcast for me to listen to. I know I'm taking notes. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, but the last one is: I wish I'd let myself be happier. Is that okay? Oh yeah, that's all that's right. okay. Yeah, I'm I'm all for happy. <laughs> yes, yeah. And and you know some people are naturally, I, I guess negative is the word. You know, mm. tend to go down that sit road. on the glass half empty side. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. And we all know the glass is half full, don't we? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Mostly. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Look, most people will have regrets. Yeah. I actually, shouldn't say most. All people well, will actually, have regrets. Wouldn't you like to think that you didn't have any regrets? That you lay in your bed and you went, "Oh, I've just lived the life that I totally, totally loved, and uh-huh. I don't regret a thing." That would be uh-huh. amazing. That would not only be amazing; it probably wouldn't be true. Wouldn't be true. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah, you and I are human, like everybody yeah. else, and, yeah. and and we all do that. Um, and and look, regrets can be like a shadow over our life, and that's that's part of the problem. So, mm. what do we do about them? Mm. That's, yes. the, that's the next point. Okay, how, do we, how do we handle this? Okay. What are the ways? Okay, do something. Do something. About do, it. About it, yeah. About yeah. it. <laughs> do something about it. Look, you know, there, there's this negative energy that's there with the regret. Mm. There, there are these feelings. It may be anger. It may be embarrassment. It could be shame, you know. Um, all these things can cause us to regret. Mm. So the question is, what can we do about it? Yeah. What can we do about it? Yeah. And some things we, we won't be able to do about it, and I want to talk about that in a minute, but some things we won't be able to do anything about. But there are others. I mean, an apology. Mm. You know, just Sorry goes up. a long way, doesn't it? It does. It, it does. does. Now, they may not accept your apology, mm. but that then it becomes their problem, not yours. You have tried to make it right. You have acted. 
Mm. You had acted to make something that was wrong right. Mm. Now, other way of thinking about it is it could have been worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I've got regrets, but it could have been worse. It could yeah. have been worse. Okay. You know, th- this totally embarrassing thing is awful. Mm. But boy, what if I'd done that as well? Mm. You know, took it this, you know, to the next step or something. Yeah. Said this embarrassing thing and then, oh, no, I've stuffed it up. And then said something worse, you know. Yeah. So yep. that's number two. <laughs> think, okay. think about the fact that it could have been worse. Mm. All right. Uh, number three, what did you learn? Yeah. What is actually the benefit of this embarrassing moment, this what you said, what you did, and, mm. you know, you cringed as you said it and now you're still cringing. <laughs> still reflecting. How, how, how did it actually change your life? Mm. What are the benefits from from this particular experience? I think that really sits in. I've been reading a lot about when you grow from life experiences. And the reality is you don't grow from the easy experiences. You grow from the more difficult ones. And so perhaps this is part of that, that Mm. you actually have changed and you became a better person as a result of that difficult situation. Yeah, yeah. Remember, we're all fallible human beings. Yes. And and when Uh you get that picture, yes. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Um, And, and, you know, we're married to fallible human beings. Our family are all fallible and we all do stupid things. Hmm. And uh, that's part of the big picture of life. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. And I want to talk about big picture in a minute. But <laughs> but what what are the hidden benefits? That, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. There, there's got to be some benefit. If if you learn something, if you didn't learn, you're probably not regretting it. No. In <laughs> fact, um, I, I heard a statistic the other day. I wish I could quote it. I, I need to go back and find it. I may be another podcast. I can give you the reference. Yeah, good. But, uh, but if people don't take risks in their life, they make two major mistakes every year. Okay. But if you do take risks, you still make the same amount of mistakes each year. So like so the concept is that if you risk yes. and you're risk averse, you're still gonna make two the, the, the fluff same. ups. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. if you're going to uh, take big risks, you're still gonna make two mistakes. So I thought that was pretty cool. It kind of makes you want to live on the edge more and say, Hey, I wanna live a bit more wild and Yes, yes regret. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Coming back. Yeah, Coming back. I, I'm digressing quite a bit today. Oh, sorry. Okay. What, what, what else have we got okay. there? Okay. Think about the big picture. Focus on the big picture. Yep. Because usually, and when you think about it, this is actually true. Usually, it's a very minor thing that you've stuffed up on. Mm. You know, usually the big picture stuff you kind of handle because you know it's important, whatever. And while handling this big picture, you say something or you do something that's a bit stupid. And that's thinking, oh, no, why did I do that? You know, that's where the cringe factor comes in. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, you want the, the floor to swallow you up, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Tends to be the small things. Mm. When, when you think about it, you know, you um, stuffed up doing something in public. Yeah. The big picture was probably fine, but it's just this one moment. And our negative mind picks that up and says, oh, yeah. Yeah, we've got to watch that negative, uh, what is it, the ne- negative thing that happens in our head. We tend to have a, a priority towards that. We always focus on the negative, yeah. not on the positive stuff. Yeah, yeah, because that's the thing we worried about. Yeah, Negative yeah. bias, that's what it is. <laughs> negative <laughs> bias. <laughs> okay, look at the yeah. big picture. I love that. Yep. What else? And learn from your mistake. Mm. You know, if you can learn from it, it's actually a life lesson. Yeah. And uh, that, that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, we all need life lessons. Yes. Yes. Makes us do. better people. It especially does. if we learn from it. It does. <laughs> yeah. Look, um, and stay positive. You know, we can have regrets when we're looking back, but we can have regrets looking forward. Mm. Um, the story of Randy Pausch is a powerful story. Randy Pausch. Tell was, me the story. I uh, want to know. <laughs> okay. He was an academic at Carnegie Mellon University in the States. 
diagnosed with pancreatic cancer and told you have three to six months to live. A lot of regrets in that. Mm. I wish I had. I wish I had. The really sad side of it is had three children, five, two, and one. Tiny. Okay. Tiny. Tiny. Um, He actually did what is called a last lecture. He was an academic, Mm. and at his university, they used to do a last lecture, and someone would get up and say, if this was my last lecture, I would say. He got up and said, this is my last lecture. I am dying. Now, that's pretty tough. He, he talked about, uh, you know, of all things he'd want to talk about, mm. he talked about the things really achieving your childhood dreams. Mm. And he said, I've done most of that. I've done most of that. By the way, 400 people attended. Almost of course, his last lecture. Last lecture, lecture. yep, yeah. yep. And the place was kind of packed with 400, but almost 20 million have now watched it on YouTube. Oh. It, it's, it is an amazing, and I, and I suggest you do it. Yeah, have a, have a, little, have a little look. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, he had to actually think about doing the lecture, but he decided to do it because, uh, and I'm quoting him here, I was trying to put myself in a bottle that would wash up on the beach for my children. Mm. So it was left for his children. It was like videoed. That. Yeah. And uh, he spoke about the joy of life, how he appreciated life. He spoke with honesty, integrity. Actually, there's a moment in the video clip where he says, I'm probably healthier than most of you guys here, but I'm dying. Mm. And he did some push-ups, you know, one-arm push-ups and so on, just to show that physically... He's fine. He's fine. Yeah. But he wasn't really, you know. Yep. You know. Yeah. Um, but I, I was drawn to his attitude because it was so practical. I mean, they shifted house so that his wife would be near to her family mm. for support. So she would have support after she would have support. On. Okay. They, they talked about it openly and he, he encouraged her, please marry again. Oh, you know, okay. all, all that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, and they talked about the future. He spent a lot of time with his kids trying to create memories for them. Mm, and he, really intentional stuff. Very intentional. Yeah. Very intentional. And, and I love the way he went to the doctor one day. You know, early on, the doctor's advice was this. It's important to act like you're going to be around for a while. Mm. And his response was this. Doc, I just bought a new convertible and got a vasectomy. What more do you want me to do? <laughs> so, Okay. <laughs> he, he was someone that Thanks said, you know, <laughs> Yeah, I know where I'm at, mm. and I've done what I can. Um, the positive attitude is an important thing mm. in this, and I mm. think he shows it in handling regrets. You know, there's a pen and paper way of trying to handle regrets. Mm. I, I put it in the book Retirement Ready, where you know, just put list your regrets down, and then make two other columns. One is which virtually you can't do anything about, so you can't handle it. It you know, try to put that in the past. But then the other column says, okay, action. What can I do? What can I do to make it right if I, if I need to? Mm, um, I like that. Like turn it into an action. Don't spend your time yeah. saying, yeah. oh, I wish, I wish, I wish, but actually say, well, what can I do to change it? If I can do something about it now, what can I do about it? Yeah. I like that. I yeah. like that. Yeah. And, and, you know, your action may not take hurt away, mm. but at least you've tried to do something about it. Look, Everyone has regrets. Mm. Everyone has regrets. It's, it's worth handling them so they don't rule your life and your retirement when you get there. That's it. That's mm. it. So it, it does help you to kind of move on. Yes, it does. Yes, it oh, does. that's great. Thanks, Bruce. And remember, you can always go to the retirenotes.com website for more information or you can find or order Retirement Ready at bookshops or on the website. 